Welcome to the Real Politics Podcast, where politics meets Virginia real estate. In this podcast, the Virginia Realtors Government Relations Team discusses issues that impact your business, down from Capitol Square and straight to you. We are broadcasting from the James Center Studios, overlooking the Virginia State Capitol. I'm Robin Spencieri, Communications Director for Virginia Realtors, and joining me once again, and might I add by popular demand, is our association's chief economist, Dr. Lisa Sturdivant. Welcome back, Lisa. Hi, Robin. So glad to be here. Now, oftentimes, real politics covers topics like new legislation, federal and state-level political initiatives, or major economic news, issues that can seem stately and beyond our realm. One thing that this podcast aims to do is to break down those issues, to make them accessible, and to show our members, the Virginia Realtors, how their involvement can make a real difference. Well, today's topic is one that is certainly within our realm. It's one that if it doesn't impact your family directly, I'm going to guess that it impacts numerous families that you know, and that is young adults who still live at home with their parents or guardians. It was news to me that this number is actually rapidly growing, and while this may seem like an issue that only impacts that individual and their family, the increase is so significant that it has the potential to impact the market. For example, if these young adults are living at home to save up for down payments, are they in fact saving enough to make bigger down payments or to purchase homes that are more expensive than their peers who have been living independently? Or are these individuals ever leaving the nest at all? Lisa brought to our attention that a new report from the Urban Institute finds that a much higher percentage of young adults are living with their parents these days. In 2000, only 12% of people between the ages of 25 and 34 lived with their parents. But by 2017, that number had almost doubled to 22%. That's 5.6 million more young adults still living with their parents. I have to say, this surprised me especially since the news seems to be, for the most part, reporting steady job growth and continual economic improvement. But according to the Urban Institute, even as the economy improves, this trend shows no sign of reversing. So Lisa, to begin, why is it that so many millennials are living at home and is this creating a problem? Well, you know, first, it's good to remind ourselves why so many young adults are living at home. Uh, This trend really got started back during the Great Recession, And at first, when young adults were coming out of high school or coming out of college, there were no jobs. Uh, And then as the recovery began, some jobs did begin to come, but they were usually found in the highest cost metro areas, the highest cost markets. And finally, now, even as job growth has been spread more widely across uh, the United States, there isn't enough housing being built to meet that demand. So on top of that, uh, the millennial generation also has come out of college with more student debt than past generations. So all of this financial uncertainty revolving around the Great Recession actually had a number of impacts on millennials. Uh, This generation is getting married later. And in fact, they're dating less often and and coupling up uh, less often than past generations. So it made financial sense to live at home. And there are some benefits of living rent-free with mom and dad, particularly in the short term. And you mentioned saving up for a down payment. There's also the possibility to pay down student debt. So there are these good short-term financial benefits of living at home with mom and dad. 
But there can be some longer-term financial downsides of young adults living at home for long periods of time. And one of the biggest ones is this idea of delayed homeownership and the delayed wealth accumulation through homeownership. And that's what the report from the Urban Institute looked at. Now, the Urban Institute studied specific groups of young adults and then compared that data. Can you tell us which groups they looked at and what this research revealed? Sure. Yeah, this was really the first time there's been a really close look uh, at this group of young adults living at home. And so they used data on three groups of young adults between the ages of 25 and 34. And they looked at those who lived with their parents, uh, those who were renters, and those who were homeowners 10 years ago. So then they were able to track those individuals over 10 years. And when they were between the ages of 35 and 44, they were able to see what happened to them. And so the upshot is they found that if you look at the young adults who had been renting 10 years ago, in their 30s and 40s, they were still living independently or they got married, they had become homeowners, but only about two-thirds of young adults who had been living at home 10 years ago had actually moved out and had moved into their own place or gotten married. And of those who had lived with their parents, only 37% were homeowners 10 years later. Renters, though, those who had been renting 10 years ago, had a homeownership rate of 48%. So that's an 11 percentage point difference. So that's a pretty big deal. And, you know, it really, you'd mentioned about saving for a down payment, and it turns out that those who lived at home uh, really didn't do so to save for a down payment. Uh, the researchers found that when those young adults who had been living at home did buy a home, they put about the same down as those who had been renters. So that reason to live with mom and dad to save for a down payment didn't really seem to play out in that way. That's really interesting. Now, does the number of young adults choosing to live with their parents vary depending on the region in which they live? For example, here in Virginia, are fewer millennials, say, purchasing homes in northern Virginia because of the higher median home value versus maybe Martinsville or, or Danville where homes can be purchased for less? Sure, there's definitely geographic variation. And just one note, Virginia as a state ranked 23rd in terms of the share of millennials living at home. So statewide, we are about in the middle. Uh, New Jersey, California, New York were numbers one, two, and three. And so you can see higher cost states have a greater share of millennials sure. living at home. Uh, the likelihood of living with mom and dad is generally much greater in higher cost regions. So there's a greater share of millennials here in Virginia living at home in Northern Virginia, in Arlington, Alexandria, Fairfax, Loudoun, than in other parts of the state. And this is where housing costs are higher. This is where it's harder to get out on your own and find a place to buy. What else is true is when these young adults in Northern Virginia, for example, do move out, homeownership is often out of reach as that first step. So they're not moving directly out of their parents' basement into home ownership. They are more likely to be living in rental situations with roommates instead of into home ownership as millennials might be in other markets where they're able to transition from mom and dad's home to their own home. The report talked a bit about the impact of home ownership on wealth building. What does this mean for young adults who choose to live at home longer? So we know that most households accumulate most of their wealth through equity built through home ownership. Um, there's some really interesting data that has said over time, home appreciation outperforms stocks, for example. So if you live in a home for 14 years, uh, research researchers found an annualized rate of return of about 10%. 
compared with about 6% if you look at the S&P index fund. So, But like stocks, or maybe a better analogy is like a 401k or a retirement plan, timing matters. Buying early makes a big difference in the ability to accumulate wealth through homeownership. So as one example, if you look at a household's median home equity at age 60, uh, on average, that home equity is about $130,000 if you bought your home before age 25, but it's only $76,000 if you bought that home between ages 35 and 44. Now, these are U.S. figures, not from Virginia, but it demonstrates how big a difference just waiting 10 years can make in terms of the amount of equity you can gain through homeownership. So homeownership is a wealth-building tool if you're really intentional about your timing and maybe your level of intensity with with getting that equity. Absolutely. It's like any other asset that you want to see appreciation. The longer you're able to hold it, uh, you know, it's a long-term investment, the better ability you have to see the return on that investment. Lisa, let's bring this issue home for our realtors. We've heard the staggering numbers and discussed the reasons for this trend, along with some of the potential impact. So what does this all mean for realtors? So, Robin, I think the story is still a little complicated. I will have to say, like you, I was a little surprised that we're still seeing an increase in the number of young adults living at home. Uh, The economic reasons we talked about have been improving. Job growth is up. Wages are up. Why are they still there living at home with mom and dad? Maybe some parents are asking that question. Maybe some parents like having their adult children living at home. But the truth is, uh, these... Uh, young adults will come of age eventually. And realtors should be ready to encourage young adults to purchase homes once they are financially ready, explaining to them the benefits we talked about in terms of accumulation of wealth through homeownership. One thing that might be interesting to watch, though, is that as these young adults move from their parents' home out to buy their own home, they might go about it differently. Uh, they might, you might find that the parents are helping that young adult put, with that down payment or with assisting in the home buying process. There may be an interest among that, uh, among young adults for inter or multi-generational living, that they liked living at home with mom and dad and mom and dad are getting older and they might want to buy a home that will accommodate a larger family living together. Um, and then I also think that the millennial generation has been hard hit both financially as well as psychologically by the recession. And they may buy a house that is worth less or at a lower price than they could afford. They may be more conservative in terms of when they buy. But I will end by saying, you know, all surveys that we've seen show that despite the increase in living at home, the increase in renting, the goal of becoming a homeowner is still very strong among the millennial population. And the question just is, when will they be ready? Thank you so much, Lisa. That brings us to the end of our episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast available through iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Thanks for listening to the Real Politics Podcast, where politics meets Virginia real estate down from Capitol Square and straight to you.